Hi, this is Craig Stinson, Director of Arts Friendly. This is our conversation with Sherry McKay. Sherry is the Managing Producer and Artistic Director at Cape Fear Shakespeare, based in Wilmington, North Carolina. This conversation is brought to you by our certified arts-friendly communities, including local arts nonprofits, businesses, and individual advocates. Certified arts-friendly status signifies unwavering commitment to the arts. For a list of communities, visit artsfriendly.com. Thank you, and enjoy our conversation. Hey, this is Craig Stinson, Director of Arts Friendly. Today, I am here with Sherry McKay. Sherry is the Managing Producer and the Artistic Director at Cape Fear Shakespeare in Wilmington, North Carolina. Sherry, how are you? I'm fine. Good, thanks. I appreciate you uh, getting on the phone with us. Uh, I know y'all got a lot going on right now. Um, let's kind of preface this conversation though with uh, what y'all do. What's the history of Cape Fear Shakespeare? Well, Cape Fear Shakespeare is um, Shakespearean performances done free mm-hmm. down at Greenfield Lake Amphitheater, and it was founded by a professor at UNCW in 1992, and the company became official in 1993 it was a professor and some of his students and that was their mission was to expose as many people as they could Mm -hmm. to Shakespeare in our area and to reach beyond if we could cool so how long um since 1993 then y'all are make me do math here real quick but that's what 27 years or so we're 26 years 26 years okay and 27 summers okay gotcha gotcha so um the when how long have you been involved and how did that happen well that was sort of by a mother volunteering for a company that her oldest son at the time in Mm -hmm. 1993 was performing in and i became a volunteer Mm -hmm. and as the years went on you know that what they say you got to keep a good volunteer around and i guess i was too good (laughs) (laughs) very good and um, I'm naturally matriculated into positions like production stage management, and yeah. um, the history continued from there. And okay. two, 2005, mm-hmm. I took over as managing producer and artistic director. So I've now been 17 seasons oh, wow. of the 27 that have been out there since 93. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So Cape Fear Shakespeare then is a 501c3, your nonprofit? Yes. Is that right? Okay. How big, uh, how about, how are y'all structured? How does your board look? Um, we have four board members. Okay. One is actually, uh, she is the daughter of the founder who has since passed away in 19, oh, been 10 years god rest his soul okay professor stan norman and Kristen is on our board amy schooley who was one of the founding members as a student at uncw mm-hmm. um my youngest son who's now almost 30 has become uh, a board member as well as brie Lindsay. um she's an, has an mfa in acting and teaching mm-hmm. and so it's kind of a I, we like to say a mixed bag of nuts we are, and uh, what we do is we we have what we call brunching for the bard. We've I've enacted that years and years ago. Okay, and those are our board meetings. And what I do is, and I I invite people to come and collaborate, and we call them our advisory board. It's kind of like a special committee. Mm-hmm. It might not be the same people every time. So that special committee 
It starts on a Sunday at 11 o'clock until we're done. Okay. And we collaborate and talk about the season. And then when they are done, that's the end of their duties. So they don't have to be hooked into tons and tons of board meetings. They get to come and be a part of the collaboration. And then us, the people on the board, we kind of take care of the structure in between all of that. So it's, it's, it's loose. Uh-huh. Not as structured as some boards are, basically, because I find that people want to be more involved when they don't have to be so tied to the structure. And, you know, we do what we're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, y'all, I, li- I like what y'all do because, one, it's just this very consistent um, uh, programming that people anticipate every year. I mean, you, you've you've got a lock on that. <laughs> Doing the- <laughs> We are tradition now. So yeah, no, that's absolutely the case. We have people calling from all over the country starting in February, and of course it has built, and these people come every year. They want to make sure that they book their vacation because Cape Your Shakespeare is one of the things they want to put on their schedule when they're here visiting. And in fact, uh, that's cool. Gwynafar from Old Books on Front Street, she was out at our show Sunday night, and mm-hmm. she just turned her old family house on market street into a beautiful bed and breakfast and Mm -hmm. she shared with me that the 24th she's got a couple coming in they rented a a room in her airbnb because they come every year and i just thought that that just makes my heart warm to know that not only are they coming to here but they're also helping support businesses in our community when they do come yeah no that's absolutely that's really cool that's yeah that's excellent so how um tell me the the productions y'all do how do you get the actors together and how does that all kind of come together we typically do what most companies do we put auditions out there and we put our feelers out and those brunching for the bars we absolutely invite some actors in the community that might be interested in one of the shows that we're discussing um so Mm -hmm. it's it's sort of the same as everybody else and we have we have our kind of company members who may not come back every year but people we call tried and true who mm-hmm. love it you, you you can't be weak to do outdoor shakespeare so yeah it's, you gotta really be passionate about it to want to come in and have the challenge of outdoor theater and mother nature being your boss so <laughs> yeah you know, it's every year is a little you don't have tons and tons of people lined up like you would for musicals it's a different it's a different type of performing and mm-hmm. of course one of our objectives is to make it not so challenging or so scary for people. So I created the Shakespeare Youth Company back in 2000. Oh gosh, that was 2005. So they mm-hmm. they're celebrating their 15th season, and it's just another opportunity to get younger people exposed to it. So that by the time they reach adulthood and they're doing theater, they're still want to do it. They're they're not intimidated by the language. Yeah. No, that's great, and the and the facility is great too. The Greenfield Lake uh, Amphitheater is really a a gem uh, within our community. So y'all, um, that's owned by the city of Wilmington, is that correct? Does y'all partner with them? It is, and it's you know been around a long time. And in two thousand, oh gosh, the first phase of the reno- uh, renovation—I can't remember what year it was—but it was just the seats. It would have been the year that we did the Prince of Pericles. That's how I date everything. <laughs> so it would have been 2000, the year 2000. They they put into works after a lot of uh, letter writing, grant writing, and we were a part of the 
and it, they always called Cape Fear Shakespeare. We were the only organization using that place. It was old. We're talking mm-hmm. the seats out there were loaned to us from the Lost Colony. That's how old they were because <laughs> they had upgraded. Every year we'd have to go out there and kind of um, put the safety tape up because there'd be another rotten bench. Yeah. Um, our actors <laughs> right. used the old boathouses that we had to clean out every year that would have snakes and spiders and frogs. And mm-hmm. so the city of Wilmington, they were just really respectful of what we did and invited us in on the renovation ideas. So in 2000, we got new seats. And then in 2008, the second phase came about and that was a stage house with brand new dressing rooms behind it attached to it and you know i we became like our mother some of us or our fathers we made <laughs> back in the day yeah <laughs> you know, there was no air conditioning there was no you know cold and hot running showers you just went out there and did it in the element and there was nothing <laughs> that covered our stage it got if it got rained on it got rained on and you just hope that it lasted through the season so <laughs> it, it's a little bit of a it's a different ball game and we are so grateful for it. But on one hand, it created other challenges and uh-huh. had this beautiful backdrop of the lake and all the trees before the stage house. So when you built a set, it looked like it was just right, put right smack dab in the middle of the lake. Yeah. Now we've got the big sort of amphitheater roof and it's a diorama. So the challenge was how do you fill that? Mm-hmm. And do your show and of course we now share it with the concerts they get a few nights during the time that we're allotted mm-hmm. so we have to be even more minimalistic because we have to take our set down and put it back up during the course of our run so it's a challenge <laughs> no but that's that's great and, and uh, people it's it's always amazing to me that um these types of productions get done considering all the people that are involved and the logistics of the stage production and acoustics and gosh everything so y'all do yeah. a great job but um so what um you, tell me what's going on now um we're in summer 2019 yeah we are on our 27th season okay. and we opened love labor's lost uh-huh. that w- would be the company we call shakespeare on the green it's our traditional company okay and um that's just a a fun romp through a romantic sort of hormone-driven battle of the sexes story for lack of better analogy for it Mm -hmm. there's a lot of wordplay in it it's um one of shakespeare's fun just romps it's it could be it's very farcical and we like doing more comedies out there just because it's family oriented Mm -hmm. allowed to bring a picnic basket um and we want to always appeal to the families and to all um, ages. So mm-hmm. we picked that one this year. And then um, for the Shakespeare Youth Company, which they go back up tonight, um, I created what I called Shakespeare on a Midsummer's Eve, more of a homage to their 15th season. I took four of Shakespeare's plays that they mm-hmm. had done and condensed them and created, used all his language in some of the more um, highlighted scenes okay. that people might recognize. And then I wrote narration and created storyteller actors to describe and tell the story and then the scene would come to life and we're doing Midsummer's Night Dream, Comedy of Errors, Mm -hmm. um, Macbeth and The Tempest and I thought it would be a little bit easier and I directed it and part wrote it but oh no I (laughs) as I'm going life I realized there are 47 characters that 
had to be cast <laughs> right. by 17 young people. Wow. And I was in the thick of it before I even did the math. And I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> That's 47 costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we did it. They got, they opened Saturday night and um, they are on their way to just having the best time and um, I'm I'm just thrilled for those young people to be able to do what they do and not have the fear of the language stand in their way. No, that's great. So um, the people can find information about Cape Fear Shakespeare at uh, your website, correct? That is... <clears throat> yes, it's uh, com. Okay, easy. And also, <laughs> right. it's very easy. Um, also, Facebook has yeah. an event and a page, and okay. we're also on Instagram, so... okay. So in the show notes, I'll put a link to all three of those. Um, Absolutely. Y'all are good at keeping, um, particularly through Facebook, getting the updates on the events. So, um, again, it's it's free, and it's a great setting, so people can bring picnics, like you said, uh, make an evening of it, and uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's Yeah, and there's, you know, a little bit of housekeeping for people, because it's a little odd. You okay. don't have to bring chairs we still have people show up with their beach chairs we have stadium seating yeah right. the gates the gates open at 6 30 although all the performances are at eight o'clock and we open at 6 30 so people like to come early bring their picnic baskets set up out there and have dinner before the show cool um and we are rain or shine so if there's a threat of rain mm-hmm. we say bring an umbrella and bring a beach towel because even though there's been all this rain that's mm-hmm. been around, we have not been rained on yet. Okay, good. It's crazy every year. We are very rarely rained out, but of course, the threat of rain scares people. And of course, we're if it's unsafe, we would definitely do something to hinder anybody um, from getting hurt or in harm's way. But sure. more than not, we're out there doing it. Yeah, And we're training our people to bring those umbrellas. Good, good. <laughs> well, I mean, the southeastern North Carolina, so it's in the summertime, you get storms running through, but um, yeah. it happens. So, okay, excellent. Well, uh, Sherry, I really appreciate you taking time out. Am I am I missing anything? Are there anything I'm not asking? You know, with my barred brain, I probably will think of it later. But <laughs> okay. as far as I can tell, we've hit on every point, and um so appreciative of you taking the time to want to hear about our organization and share it with people cool no thank you that's excellent we really appreciate it thank you for listening to arts friendly conversations be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform including apple podcast or spotify this podcast is brought to you by Certified Arts Friendly Communities, including businesses, individuals, and arts nonprofits. Certified Arts Friendly status signifies unwavering commitment to the arts. If you would like information about Certified Arts Friendly status for your business or arts community, or how you can become an arts friendly advocate, visit artsfriendly.com and click Get Involved. Thank you. This has been Craig Stinson for Arts Friendly. <laughs>